Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in Matthew 26. We've, we've looked at Matthew 24 and 25 again to remind you because this is a continuous story. So we have to sort of remember what happened in the past so we understand what's going on today. In Matthew's 24 and 25, Jesus is talking about the end of the world the destruction of the temple, when the world's going to end, when he's going to come back and establish his kingdom. So all of that is set up. Now, in the first part of 26, he says, I'm going to Jerusalem, Passover's in a couple of days, and then I'm going to be betrayed, and I'm going to be given up, and I'm going to be crucified. And I didn't say crucified, but that's what he meant. He's going to be turned over to the religious leaders, and he's going to die. So he moves now into a home of a friend in Bethany, which is right around the Jerusalem area, and they're having a meal, they're reclined, and a situation happens that is profound. It is so profound that Jesus says this event is going to be remembered everywhere the gospel is told. Here's why. Let's look at it. Now, when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, person he had healed, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it over his head as he reclined at the table. Now, some of you are saying, wait a minute. Somebody like poured Crisco over Jesus' head? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Um, how can I say this in a polite way? Hygiene 2,000 years ago in Palestine wasn't great for anyone who lived. And so a lot of oils and perfumes were used um, so you would smell better. Now, the second reason why they were used is if a body was about to be buried. They would anoint it with oil. They would also put uh, almost 100 pounds of different herbs and spices and oils on the body as a burial rite. And, and there's a lot of significance to that, but mainly it was just how they they buried their corpses. It was their treatment for a body going to the ground to honor the person's life. So it was a, it was a real clear statement of honor when this oil, very expensive oil, got, got, uh, got put on the body. Sometimes, now check this out, Sometimes an alabaster flask, a flask size of this oil, could be, listen, as much as a year's wage. So that's how much um, value they put into this oil and putting it on bodies. So this lady comes up to Jesus. He's reclined at the table and dumps this oil on him. Incredibly expensive and, and yet not rude, but a statement of honor. So look what happens. Now, when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, why this waste? For this could have been sold in the large sum, and we could have given that money to the poor. Now, they're right. Very expensive. They could have taken it, sold it, given the money to the poor, and Jesus taught to care for the poor. So they were right in doing it. But now, here's where the profound flip comes in. Here's where Jesus says, okay, you guys are looking at something really wrong. You're taking something good, feeding and caring for the poor, which Jesus taught. You're taking something good, but you're missing what's best. Let me ask you this. Have you ever done something good but missed what's best? Have you ever made a choice for something good but missed what's best? Uh, and, and so Jesus saying, look, you're, that is a good statement, but it's not the best statement. So here's what he does. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, now why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring the ointment on my body, Jesus is still talking to his disciples, right? He says, in, in pouring the ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for my burial. Truly I say to you, who, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done 
will also be told in memory of her. Jesus say, look, I get it. You, you wanted to sell the oil to feed the poor. That's a good thing. But the best thing is to worship me. You see, we can get involved in doing good things, but miss the great thing. We can get involved in doing the things Jesus said to do, but forget Jesus himself. Now, how do we do that? We can get involved in the study of the word. Everything right about studying of the word, unless it becomes your God. Unless that end game becomes the most important thing in your life, other than the person, the presence, the power of Jesus Christ in your life. You cannot forget Jesus for his word. Now, some people say, well, we're really honoring the Lord by just studying the word. No, you're not. If Jesus wanted that to be true, he would have built an academy. He could have done it. There were academies. The Greeks had academies, right? The Romans had academies. The academy system was around. He could have built an academy, but he didn't. He said, come and follow me. And when a Jewish rabbi says that, that means know what I know and do what I do not one more important than the other. So when this woman comes up and dumps this expensive oil on Jesus, he says to his followers, you're right. We could have fed a lot of poor people, but I'm more important. The worship of me is more important. So let me ask you, how important is Jesus to you today? I pray he's more important than anything else. Because if it's true, then I know what you're experiencing. <laughs> you're experiencing unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. And now, Lord, be with us as we live for you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. As always, we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.